This is the song that I like to sing every time we're at summer camp. <laughs> feel like you're just auditioning for this role at this point. <laughs> yeah, I really like that character, like a ton. I'm Robert Therrell. I'm Chase Bridges. And we both want to be screenwriters. So listen along as we find out how. Each week we'll outline a new short film. And maybe even write some of our favorites. This is Written By... What's up, Chase? What's up, man? I'm I'm confident. That's what's up with me. I'm confident. And I'm confident that this is going to be our best episode ever. Okay. Love of the energy. 100%. Yes. I feel I feel it, a good episode in us coming If it's tonight. anything less than the best episode ever, I quit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not only will you quit, we'll just delete the whole podcast. All the episodes yeah. we've done so far, all gone. That's right. The five dollars we've made from this out the window. I don't even want it. <laughs> how you been? I, I'm good, man. How how have you been? I've been good. I've been good. I mentioned earlier. I've uh I'm making some progress on our short film, Single with Fangs. Com- nice. Coming soon. I don't know when, but uh it's been I realized today because I was working on it a little today that like I've been so busy with a bunch of work projects that I've been working on single with fags, but I've only been able to edit in like 30 or 40 minute increments. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, which isn't the most ideal way to edit. (laughs) I was thinking about it today. I was like, yo, Robert has so much to do. Like I'm so much to goes into it. And then you have to worry about like music and sound and like, geez. Yeah. Honestly though, like doing the sound effects for these episodes, like I feel a lot more confident in like my sound design abilities. I'm going to still like hand it off to someone at least for like a mix <laughs> or something, but yeah, it's, it's given me a lot of experience, which I've appreciated. Like whenever I think about all the work that you're having to do on something, I'm like, man, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out, I'm out here recording country songs for the Instagram. <laughs> Dude, I was, I was like pleasantly surprised with like how good the country song actually turned out. I'm a fan yeah. of it. I I love country music and I've listened to probably a million country songs. And so writing a country song is way easier than any other genre of music because you just need like a not even a good chorus or a hook, like just like one sentence that you can say over and over and then like kind of nonsense in between. See, I don't I don't even think that's exclusively country. I think you've just cracked music. <laughs> Because, like, with rap, like, you kind of have to have, like, a lot written, you know what yeah, I mean? It is a – rap is, like, very lyrically dense, although there is rap. Country music, dude, you just need, like, one double entendre. And if you can get <laughs> one solid double entendre that relates to country people, you've got a hit song. Like um, – and it doesn't even have to be clever. I'm trying to think of, like, a, uh, one where it's, like, there's a – I got a drinking problem. And it's just like, that's all there is <laughs> to the song. That's not even a double entendre. That's just, that's a just an entendre. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh man. Let's, well, yeah. If if y'all haven't heard our uh, our country song from the Uber episode, you could either listen to the end of that episode. I don't know if people listen past my outros or if I'm just doing them for nothing, but it's after I, that. Or you can I just really go like on go outros. on our page. Oh, thanks, I really man. enjoy your outros, man. They're my favorite part because I wasn't there when they were recorded, <laughs> and so it's new, and I yeah. genuinely enjoy them. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I got I got a plan for this episode's outro. I texted it to you, but we'll keep it a surprise. Yeah, for a while there, you were like, "Hey Chase, can you record the outro?" And it just kept not working out. And I think we made a good decision <laughs> because yeah. I don't know if I I don't know if I have the right tone. It's all right. You have the perfect take us out tone, and then I got to hear <laughs> the credits tones. So. I feel like it would just come across sarcastic and mean if I did. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm ready I'm ready to get into this episode. I'm ready to get into our our best our episode. Our greatest episode ever. Let's do it. All right. Watch me I, hate it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've drawn something. This is one of the first things I put in the bowl because this was an idea I had for a short film that I couldn't crack. So <laughs> see if we could do it. But the topic I have picked is doo-doo wood. Oh man. Do you do you know what this is? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I knew this one was going to be coming soon. <laughs> and I've I've low key been dreading it cuz I'm like what are we going to do? Okay. Well, I'll I'll let you know where I was coming from, but first <laughs> we'll explain to the listeners. So, we we both live in South Carolina, kind of in the kind of in like a reasonably populated area but we're we're just a stone's throw away for the country you know we're not too far away now i found out about doo-doo wood from working at camp i worked three years at a summer camp and doo-doo wood is the colloquial colloquial term for a a plant known as rhododendron which is a stick rhododendron (laughs) a stick that if you burn it it releases fumes that can make people sick. And if if you inhale like a lot of these fumes, it can be fatal, but that's rare. And what usually happens is if you inhale the rhododendron fumes, you end up with a really bad case of diarrhea. And these sticks are just kind of everywhere. So when you have campers and you're making firewood, you have to train all the campers. Hey, this is what doo-doo wood looks like. Don't put doo-doo wood in the fire or we're all going to be in trouble it's so interesting but also disgusting yeah (laughs) well let's let's figure this out (laughs) all right so now i i tried to write a doo-doo wood short while i was working at camp my last summer there because there's the there's the whole writing term write what you know yeah and i was like well i'm at camp i know that i should try to write a little camp thing and also i know the people that run this camp so i could shoot here if i wanted to but my whole idea was two people were going to be camping in the woods and then some really sketchy people were going to be out there burying a body and they accidentally caught these people burying a body and they like held them out at gunpoint and a bunch of stuff happened. And how they escaped was they managed to throw doo-doo wood in the fire, give the gunmen explosive diarrhea, and that's how they escaped. Okay. Well, 
Good episode, everybody. Thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty solid, if you ask me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I feel, I feel, I feel like we got to pivot a little, though. Yeah. And also, yeah. I mean, I, I wrote, I wrote that whole short film, and at the end of it, I wasn't like that big of a fan of it. So. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a very one-dimensional idea. Like, I feel like we could definitely take what you came up with because it's a really mm-hmm. good foundation, and just expand on it. I like the idea of people burying a body and then they they're, they're they come into contact with with what's the proper name again the rhododendron the rhododendron uh like i i the rhododendron is a great obstacle right uh-huh i don't know if we i don't know if we should focus the whole short around it or if it's just an obstacle because i mean in okay. you know yeah. quick quick story lesson for everyone listening you know when when you're coming up with a plot a major point of plot is conflict and problems like a story is just problem solving right so it's like we have a care we have a boy uh who lives who's an orphan and he lives with his family but then he finds out he's a wizard so then this happens so then oh but then there's a wizard evil wizard trying to kill him so the dota did the dota (laughs) 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 the rhododendron uh, is a is a great a uh, problem for for our protagonist to overcome. So I think I think it would be a great obstacle, but we need a better like resolution. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think. I'm scrolling through the the Wikipedia article for Rhododendron right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone, uh, Ralph Waldo Anderson, once wrote a poem titled "Oh." Rodora, when he's being asked, it's about the plant essentially. Uh, I feel like the rhododendron plant is such a like, it's such a big punchline. Yeah, but it's a little bit hard to write. Like right where you go after, yeah. yeah. So it's like yeah. it's like so then they throw the rhododendron in, and then and then like it's like oh, and now it's just kind of like gross. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like yeah. what, what goes next what happens next hmm. like in if the movie grown-ups instead of the scene where they all pee in the pool had like a rhododendron scene it would fit perfectly right there in that that point of the story uh-huh as a punchline yeah okay i am reading well first of all i think i think a jumping off point we could use is we kind of know the setting of this film already, which the is camp. kind of like, yeah, camp, or at least just like the woods, the mountains, kind of where we're from, because that's where the plants found typically. Yeah. I am reading one thing on this Wikipedia page that rhododendron is extremely poisonous to horses. And there was, there was an incident way back in like the BC times where there was some sort of war and people like were birdied rhododendron in the fields where like the enemies had to run through to get to them and all the horses inhaled the smoke and kind of died that's really cool yeah well we know it we know it takes place at a summer camp okay we're doing summer so camp maybe maybe let's try to build a good story camp short and then we can find a way i'm sure at some point while we're trying to come up with a story that will be a perfect place for the rhododendron find a way to put it in okay okay yeah yeah so what, what what's your experience with camp i've only i've only been as a 
as a I videographer. Never, as a I never, uh, I never went to, I never went to summer camp. Damn. Okay. Yeah. However, like I have this image in my head of what summer camp is, and uh-huh. it's mostly based off of movies and TV shows. And for the most part, summer camp to me is a place where people die. <laughs> a place where people die. Like, yeah. yeah, I love murder mysteries that happen at summer camp. I love horror movies that happen at summer camp. I mean, the Friday the 13th movies are amazing. Uh-huh. You know, I'm a okay. big fan of summer camp being a place where people die. <laughs> Cause of death? Rhododendron. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. So how someone would typically die in a summer camp is they would just go off on their own. Whether you're a counselor or a student, it's just dangerous to like be out in the woods by yourself. Also, yeah. what I'm thinking is a rhododendron, like the sticks, the, the, the sticks are what like kind of make it poisonous and stuff. But they actually like they have flowers and when they bloom, they like look pretty great. So what if we tell a story about two campers that are in love and they've decided that the counselors are being strict and won't let them do any PDA or whatever. So they're going to run away from camp and we could do that. Like this dude picked his girlfriend, a rhododendron flower. And then that could be like a Chekhov's gun that like, you know, goes off in the third act when it gets thrown in a fire or whatever. But the story could be about these two campers that have run away together. Okay, so like I just watched Moonrise Kingdom. Moonrise Kingdom. I was just about to say that. Yeah, I was just about to say Moonrise Kingdom. What if we did something? uh, I like the idea of like him giving someone the flower in the first act, and then it comes back to bite them later. I I love that. Yeah. So what if we did something like a little bit more um, exciting? So it's like maybe instead of a love story, it's like a, a something crazy happens at the summer camp and they're on the run. Like or I don't know. Okay. I'm trying to think of what would be a cool thing to happen. Okay. What if what if what if there's like a like a monster creeping in the woods that's like picking campers off? It's like a Ooh. Bigfoot or like a, okay. a bear or something. What if this is our B horror movie? Okay. This is our <laughs> terrible cheesy horror movie that takes place at a camp. And Bigfoot should definitely be the monster. Okay, yeah. But what if Bigfoot, like the horses I was reading about, rhododendron's extremely poisonous to them? Yes. This okay. Yeah, I really like this now. Yes. This we found it. We found it. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> it's a uh, you know teen teen camp counselors staying up late, making out by the lake. You know the mm-hmm. kids are are all in bed in their in their cabins. Or we can even do like the classic trope of like the camp counselors are there before the kids are there and they're just like kind of like fixing up the camp getting it ready for summer yeah i've been a part of that yeah yeah that's almost more fun and easier to shoot because we don't need children children yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so we have we have like maybe five camp counselors um Uh and almost immediately like that the whole short since it is a short film and not a feature which we we seem to have a problem with sometimes (laughs) exactly yeah this this all takes place in one night okay um, we have like five camp counselors. We'd probably do like four if we had to lower the numbers. Um, that night, you know, they're sitting by the campfire. They're like, I think I'm going to head on to bed. One of them goes off on their own. 
Bigfoot gets them. Now it is a classic monster horror movie where they're getting picked off one by one. And finally, the final two, they're like scrambling for a solution. What do we do? I, I don't know. Throw something in the campfire. <laughs> All we have is this flower you gave me. Yeah. <laughs> Tosses it in the fire. And it, and it makes everyone super sick, but it actually kills the Bigfoot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's really that's really getting somewhere. That's a great like rough structure. Yeah. I would say that like we could have one of the main characters, the guy or the girl, has to be the character that's like not used to being outdoors. Yeah. And so like we can yeah. get the moment at the beginning where it's like it's the evening, they're building the fire. He almost throws the duty wood in. And someone who's more outdoorsy is like, whoa, 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 don't put that in there. Yes. And then maybe, maybe she doesn't they're even, know any better. Yeah. What if they're like telling a campfire story about like the woods monster or something? And then like toward the end of that story, that's when it yeah. comes. Yeah. I mean, we can we can play on that classic trope of they're like telling uh, scary stories by the campfire, you know? Yeah. And then it, it actually kind of happens. Um, but Instead of – because I feel like the girl who doesn't know anything about the outdoors is outdone. We should kind of flip yeah, it on the, its head. it needs to be the guy, yeah. It needs to be like – it needs to be like the manliest man ever, but he knows nothing <laughs> about the outdoors. Oh, that, that's hilarious. Yeah, and, that's funny. And he keeps trying to like mansplain everything even though he knows nothing about it. <laughs> okay. I think for this to work, we need to create a dynamic kind of similar to our double date short. Because I'm yes. kind of thinking like ideas for characters. Like we have this dude that looks really manly and burly, but doesn't know anything about the outdoors. We have the girl that he's crushing on, who's maybe someone that's been at this camp. Summer camps, like there's every camp has that one person that's been there forever. That was a camper since they were like three and are now a counselor and know everything. I think that's who he's crushing after. But then that girl also has a different guy interested in her. And this is the guy who every summer camp counselor group has one dude that's just there looking for love. And so that's him. <laughs> I was looking to find the missus, man. And again, we've established that this is the first week before the campers have even come. And so he's got his he's got his eyes set on someone like first week. Like, hey, that's who I'm <laughs> going oh, yeah. after. We should definitely have like a pothead character in this one. I feel like that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. man. Don't blaze that one up. You never know what the Dodie Dodrin's gonna do. <laughs> like, what if at the end, character. like, they throw the rhododendron in and it kills the creature? The rest of them have diarrhea, but then the pothead is just like inhaling the fumes like nothing's wrong. He's like, whoa, I guess the he's, weed may be immune. He's, a, he's like, smoke can't hurt me, man. Smoke's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very funny. Okay, now okay. we've got like, a, we've got a really good, this might end up being our best episode ever, Robert. Might, yeah. Because this Look is that. fun. Yeah. Um, we have something really fun. I think we need to like kind of nail down the plot a little bit more so we have our pothead character we have our uh our man character who doesn't know anything about the outdoors he's just there looking for love yeah. um and we have uh like the badass woman who's like super outdoorsy she was like i was a girl scout i yeah. know all 72 knots of the navy yeah 
And then well, what would be more realistic for camp is like specifically I've been going here since I was five. I know everywhere yeah. I've been everywhere. <laughs> I've kissed under like 10 of these branches or whatever. Like, <laughs> you see that place up there? I, cl- I climbed that tree. Yeah, that is a very because like where I go to school, everyone's a camp counselor during the summer, like yep. everyone. Yep. Yeah. And they're all like that. And they're really obnoxious. Uh <laughs> <laughs> But okay, so yeah, we have. I, should we do four or five characters? I think five. I think we could yeah. have we could have our main character Burly, but doesn't know anything about the outdoors. We have the girl he's crushing on, who's been there forever. We have the rival guy, who is like the camp playboy. We have the pothead, and then maybe one more girl. And then we could have a a girl who's like. Actually, wait, no, wait, no. Let's make it. Let's make it two more girls because. Every camp also has just the two inseparable girls. Oh, yeah, the besties. Yeah, yeah the besties. We should have them be the first deaths. <laughs> <laughs> like one of them dies and the other one's like freaking out because my yeah. bestie's gone. Yeah, like I think I think that's the most devastating a first death could get. If like yeah. we establish that these two are inseparable. And, Ooh, then they, and they, they like, one of them's like, I'm going to go use the restroom. And then the other one's like, Oh, I'll come with you, bestie. And they go together. And, uh, the Bigfoot kills one of them mm-hmm. and the other one makes it out and like her arms ripped off or something. And she makes it back to the others. And she's like, the Bigfoot got Stacy. Oh. And then like, she like passes out. <laughs> and then they're like, Bigfoot. What? She must be delirious. It's probably a bear. Let's go check it out. Cause I'm a man. And like, I don't yeah. know, bro. Bears are dangerous, man. <laughs> That's fun. Okay, let's try to let's try to go through this, just like plot structure wise. So we would open with them all building the fire. Yeah, that the dude that's never been outdoors almost throws the doo doo wood in the fire. Yeah, Playboy dude is like, whoa, don't do that. Or maybe maybe the the girl who's been there forever should be the one that's like, whoa, don't do that. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, okay. What if another character thing? What if the dude that doesn't know anything about the outdoors he signed up for this camp to chase this girl? Like maybe he knows her from school or something and wanted oh, to spend the summer yeah. with her. And that's yeah. why this dude that never goes to the outdoors is like here in the summer camp. Ooh, I can picture the scene where like maybe instead of throwing it in the fire, he like gives it to her because the flower is beautiful, you know? Yeah. And and he's like, oh, hey, I, I found this and I thought it looked beautiful. Or no, he's like, I saw this and it reminded me of you. And she goes, that's the Dota Dodgeron plant. And then she like explains how terrible and dangerous it is. And she's like, so no thanks. And then she hands it back to him. And then the pothead walks up and he's like, crazy, man, how something so beautiful can be so devastating. <laughs> and then he just like walks off. <laughs> yes, I was I was thinking about that like earlier. That like the plant almost had some symbolism, you know. Yeah, like, it's so beautiful yet so deadly Dead. to your bowels. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like how the piehead character is just kind of like this poet, and yep. like throughout the whole thing, devastating things are going on, but he's high, so he's just like crazy. How something that no one considers to be real is so real to <laughs> us. <laughs> 
I think I think he has to be the last person to die, and as he's dying, he just delivers a straight up soliloquy. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's like just like full on Robert Frost poetry as he's dying, yeah. and then <laughs> and the and the last line of the poem is what gives the dumb guy that doesn't know anything the idea of oh use the dodozojurin. Uh huh. All right, so I, I really like this. This is fun. I do. I do. Yeah. All right, let's just add some structure to it. So yeah, that's we have always the my problem. Yeah, we have the beginning scene. <laughs> Dude picks the flower, which he's like, "Oh, that's actually rhododendron." They're sitting around the fire, and we just need to establish that, like, this dude is going after this girl, but he's kind of been shut down. And meanwhile, the Playboy dude, we establish that like his sights are on her, and Playboy dude is also like super outdoorsy, and so they immediately like already kind of have more in common in this world. Yeah. And then the besties go away, and then one of them build. <laughs> and the pothead has a guitar, and he's singing by the campfire. That's, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's, nice. that's it. <laughs> this is the song that I like to sing every time we're at summer camp. <laughs> I feel like you're just auditioning for this role at this point. <laughs> yeah, I really like that character, like, a ton. <laughs> okay, so what what happens after the first murder? So the the first murder is one of the best friends. So that way one of the best friends sees it happening. So that way, since this is a short film, she can tell the rest of the group that there's a Bigfoot as quick as possible. Like, so that way we can really kind of get into the, to the main uh, conflict. So she watches her best friend die by Bigfoot. She runs hysterically. I kind of like the idea of the death scene too, being like in the bathroom and it's got like the neon lights kind of flickering, you know? And it's only like, thing, only thing I'd say is if they're camping in the woods, they might be really far away, like from a, from a building or something. Oh yeah. That's a good and I point. think the short benefits from kind of being in the middle of nowhere, cause they have no one to ru- nowhere to run, to. nowhere to run. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like the Bigfoot pops up and like grabs one, and just like drags it across the ground, like through the leaves and everything. And she's like, ah! and she's like screaming for her best friend to help, but her best friend's just watching, like frozen in horror as Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we don't even see the Bigfoot, but she sees the Bigfoot, and we see her see the Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. And so she, so the audience doesn't know if it's Bigfoot or not. But when she ooh, goes back, oh, you know what we could do just to keep just to keep your thing instead of the bathroom. I remember at one point at camp, a bunch of like counselors would hang out at the top of this hill because mm-hmm. it was the only place in the middle of camp you could get cell reception. So this okay. girl has gone to the top of this hill to like try to check their phone or something. Okay. That gets yeah. her away from the group. Yes. The two best friends. Yeah. 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 I like that. I like that. Because it kind of goes with their character as well. It's like, I don't have any cell service. <laughs> yeah. Did you just say cell service? It's cell reception. (laughs) No, a cell service. (laughs) So I imagine like immediately after the first murder, like the second bestie comes back. Our girl who's been there forever and our playboy guy are like immediately the two that kind of like take charge because they're like the outdoorsy wilderness people. Yeah. Our main guy, he probably feels kind of threatened by that. And he's kind of trying to jump in too, even though he doesn't have like any knowledge or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So one murder these two spring to action what's their plan uh 
do you think that they would have any sort of weapon at camp or like would they just grab big sticks like you've been to a camp so i don't know what all they have uh everyone carries knives they're small knives but everyone's got them i think the one dude that like is the the playboy dude that like loves camp what if he just had like a giant knife he's got like a machete or something yeah he's got like a machete and he's like don't worry babe <laughs> I'll fight the Bigfoot for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is kind of a thing around outdoorsy people, yeah. particularly outdoorsy men, where like there's a lot of knife envy, and everyone's like, you could, you could get the biggest knife that still fits in your pocket, but it's also <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a big thing. It's like that scene in Pirates of the Caribbean where Jack Sparrow and Barbosa are comparing the size of their like what are they called telescopes or like yeah. the the line. <laughs> and yeah. that could even be a joke we could do where he's like uh, we need to get char- character names but we do uh, I was just thinking he, of that yeah so like Playboy looks over to the to the dumb guy and he's like do you got a knife and the dumb guy pulls out this kind of like tiny swiss army knife and he goes come <laughs> on man and he pulls out a machete <laughs> Yeah, actually, actually, you know, we've established that this is the first week at camp. They're getting it ready for the kids. One of the jobs a group of counselors would do was they would all have machetes and they would just like clear some of the trails. So that that could explain why this dude has a machete. But we could also we could have a moment similar to that joke. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, right. Everyone grab a weapon. And then our main guy <laughs> has a pocket knife. And then the Playboy dude pulls out a machete right next to him. And he looks over at him and he goes, come on, bro. Size matters. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Names. Names. Uh, the pothead's name is Marvin. Okay. Um, And then I can pull up our Instagram, which, by the way, guys, if you want to follow us on Instagram at written by pod, um, you can actually um, suggest names and stuff. And you can email us at written by podcast at gmail.com. You can suggest uh, names and you can also suggest uh, things to go in the bowl. Yeah. Great, great plug. Thanks, man. Uh, We have uh, Napoleon, Kevin, Andy, Sophia, Natasha, Willie. Okay, Natasha's a great name for our lead girl. And I so think like uh, the smart one. Yeah, Sophia's a good bestie name. Yeah, Sophia is a good bestie name. What should the other best friends name? Sophia and uh, Natalie. 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 Okay. So who's who's the main guy in the Playboy? Someone someone commented there could never be enough Craig. <laughs> should, we, should we go with craig i think craig could be the main guy yeah okay cool craig <laughs> a classic written by name yeah now we just need the playboy uh think about andrew um i think okay yeah we can't we can't have like a traditional playboy name because like camp is like a world of its own right <laughs> yeah let's do let's do andy and he goes it's andy with an i <laughs> and, then, and then the pothead goes, wouldn't that be indie? <laughs> <laughs> or and I. And I? And I. And die? <laughs> and die? <laughs> and then, like, the pothead calls him and die the whole time. And then when Andy dies, he goes, and I died. Quite poetic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's figure out this action from. You know, they pull out their knives to defend themselves. I think what we're leading up to is I think the all is lost moment is like Bigfoot has taken a bunch of people. It's just Craig and Natasha. 
not that yeah. everyone else necessarily died, but just Craig and Natasha are alone. And then Craig's like, I know we're about to die. I just never told you my feelings. I came here for you. I want to spend more time for you. And uh, I just want to give you this flower before I, before we die. And then Natasha's like, that's, that's rhododendron. And then Bigfoot, instantly that moment comes up. Mm, yeah. And then Craig is like, wait a minute. This is rhododendron. Bigfoot's next to the fire and he just like throws it. Yeah. I think that's the perfect ending. Like the the big uh yeah. Yeah. So basically where we have to go from there is we just have to go from the rest of the characters all being together to just Craig and Natasha being alone. Yeah. Okay. So we have that first death with the besties. Yeah. Which is Sophia and Natalie. So we'll just say that Sophia is the first death. And then Natalie runs back to the group. She's freaking out. Sophia, this guy got killed by killed by Say it. Say it, Natalie. Who killed Sophia? Bigfoot. And then, you know, they do the we have the, the moment with the weapons. Everybody grab a weapon. Come on. The the guys run up there and there's maybe maybe we have a big moment where Andy, who's the the camp playboy, Andy is like, I've got this. And maybe he runs into like a wooded area by himself. And everybody else is like, no, Andy, what are you doing? And then you just hear, you don't even see it. You hear it. And he's just like, <laughs> and, then, and he's, like, he's like, no, and like we hear him die. It's, <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if Andy could die that early though. I feel like he introduces a lot of conflict. I think, okay. I think for the next death, I think the pothead dies next, but then <laughs> after Bigfoot dies, and everyone else gets diarrhea from the rhododendron. The pothead just like appears back, and everyone's like, "Wait, I thought you died." He's like, "No." Oh yeah, man, and I've been can... smoking so much, I got like no adrenaline. <laughs> like, <laughs> that way, I see yeah. this gaping wound in my side, but I mean, honestly, I'm just chilling, man. <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, maybe he he lost um, an arm. Yeah, you know, and his arm's like bleeding profusely. And they're like, are you not in devastating pain? And he like pulls out a bag of weed and he's like, natural painkillers, man. <laughs> and that's how it is. It's just yeah. they're all like, okay, we got to get you to a hospital. I mean, let's that's get good, out of here. That's um, a good resolution. Catch you this weekend, Natasha, down. but we got to, we got to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So the first death is Sophia, who's one of the besties. Mm-hmm. Maybe the other best friend should be the next one to go maybe uh i'm trying to think i'm just trying to weigh the pros and cons because like we already had one bestie die i feel like if we have the other bestie around if we have natalie around missing sophia it really it, shows, it helps it yeah. helps establish yeah just like how how devastating, how devastating this can that be. is yeah it's a good point i like the idea of the of the playboy going next because it's such a, a like a a guy who it's such an outdoorsy thing for a dude to do is to be like, I can do this. Okay. 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 I'm down with that. Let's just make it, let's make it a little more than just running into the woods. I feel like an outdoorsy guy, he's low key been preparing for this moment for his entire life. (laughs) He has the plan. He knows what he's going to do. (laughs) He's thought about like fist fighting bears since he was 10. Yeah. Yeah. What if he like, what if he like sacrifices himself for Natasha 
And so now, not only is Craig competing with a dude who is super outdoorsy and loves camp just as much as her, but died for her. Yeah, he's competing with the dead memory of her. Oh, man. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. All right, I, would, I wouldn't say he intentionally sacrificed himself. He goes in there thinking he's going to beat Bigfoot up, but yeah, still like the like fact Natasha. that like he sacrificed in quotes, like it still stands in everyone else's mind. Yeah. He doesn't like Natasha. Like he is purely selfish. Like he only yeah. thinks of himself. <laughs> However, Natasha kind of like really likes that about him. Okay. Okay. So what, what's his plan? Cause he's, he's got the machete. I think I think he's he's instantly like he's the type A like leader like okay everyone stand back there uh he like licks his finger and it's like I could tell by the wind that something's breaking it up over here I'm going to I'm going to go in and charge everyone yelled and distract or whatever I'm just trying Okay to- what if he uh what if he doesn't believe it's Bigfoot at first Okay so he's like this isn't Bigfoot it's time to think logically guys this yeah. is probably a bear. Do you know if it was brown or black? And then uh, the best friend could be like, um, I think I think it was a black bear. And he goes, well, yeah. if it's brown, lie down. If it's black, fight back. We're going to have to fight <laughs> this bear. That's classic how to survive a bear attack. We're going to have to fight back, okay? Yeah. We're going to aim our blows to the bear's face, particularly the eyes and the snout. And when a black bear sees that their victim is willing to fight to the death, they'll usually just give up. So here's the plan. Everybody got a weapon? And then everybody – that's where we put our weapon joke. And he goes, we're going we're gonna to run up to the hill, and if the black bear is still there, aim for the snout in the eyes. Let's do this, guys. <laughs> okay, that's perfect. That's perfect. And I think what we do, because we didn't see the other murder – so like we still have doubt if it's bigfoot or not right andy's murder is when we establish for real it's bigfoot yes and like andy is charging ahead of the group we see a giant hairy arm just grab him by the neck and lift him we get shots of everybody just kind of reacting terrified and then we get the master shot of bigfoot for the first time holding andy he roars and just like chucks him like 50 feet of the air or something yeah perfect Okay, that's fun. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. Fun. That's perfect. Okay, so we know it's Bigfoot. Bigfoot was like right in front of the group. I think everyone would disperse, and so everyone's kind of on their own. But uh, Craig chases Natasha. Yeah, this is where we get Craig and Natasha together. Okay, what if Craig and Natasha are like stumbling in the dark, and then we like we hear Marvin die or something? Or like yeah, they come it, across Marvin's body or something. Marvin is definitely like the the comedy relief. Yeah. So the idea of like hearing him give like a one liner and then the sounds of him dying is really funny. <laughs> yeah. What if? Okay. What if everyone else runs, but Marvin tries to talk it out with Bigfoot? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Hey, man." Ah. Uh, you don't violence he starts quoting like gandhi <laughs> yeah he's like yeah. violence is never the answer man why don't you oh wait what if marvin comes up with the idea of throwing a bunch of weed in the fire and he's like and then the smoke would cause the bigfoot to get totally stoned man and then he'll be so happy he won't attack us and everybody's like you're an idiot marvin but then that's what gives them the idea later to throw the the rhododendron i think i think it has to be craig's decision 
if it's gonna oh, be yeah, a main character. Right. But I do think that does introduce something fun. I think immediately when everyone runs, Marvin offers Bigfoot a blunt. Yeah, that would be really funny. And he thinks Bigfoot takes it and Bigfoot just rips his arm off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then we don't see Marvin again till the end. We think he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, man. Hey, now. Like, let's talk this out, man. Would you like a hit of this? Oh! <laughs> Bad bear. Bad bear. No big foot. So we have Craig and Natasha running alone in the woods. Uh, I guess they lose Natalie or something, or she ran a different direction. I think Craig has to like try to help in some way, but it's like no help at all. And that's what just kind of has him in despair or whatever. Okay. Yeah, I like that idea. We need we need to establish, I think, for the moment where he throws the rhododendron in the fire to feel meaningful, I think we have to make it feel like they aren't gonna get out. Okay. All right, let's all right, check this out. So she and him are together and they're alone. And, and, and she's like, we got to do something. What are we going to do? And he's like, oh, stay here until he's gone. What are you talking about? What are we going to do? We're not going to do anything. Like he's panicking. He's freaking out. He does not want any part of this. He just wants to curl up in a ball until daytime. And he's terrified, Mm -hmm. right? Which really shows, you know, who he is as a character. And then later it's the kind of thing where it's like, wait, I can put this in the fire. And he thinks that he's sacrificing himself for her. And, And she thinks that he's sacrificing himself. You know, and he go he runs off on his own, thinking at any moment the Bigfoot is going to snatch him up. But he manages to get to the fire right as the Bigfoot is, is on him at the fire. You know. Oh, it could. Even, okay, what if? Yeah. So what you're saying is Bigfoot comes up to Craig and Natasha, and then yeah. Craig is like, "I'm going to run away and have Bigfoot chase me." But then he runs to the fire and throws the plant in. Yes. And right as Bigfoot, because that way Bigfoot is right there on the fire when that smoke hits him. Okay. Yeah, I think that's good. I think that's good. I don't know how childish we want this to be, but a fun joke that would <laughs> a fun okay. joke would be like like so Craig and Natasha are sitting there and they're like cuddled up and they're like, oh my gosh, where's the Bigfoot? And then Bigfoot walks up behind them, but because they're like on the ground, the camera angle, you just kind of see like bigfoot's like pelvic area you Uh know what i mean and they turn around and they look and she goes oh my gosh that's huge and then craig goes well you know what they say about big feet and then they get up and run (laughs) (laughs) that's a good that's a good bigfoot joke yeah thanks man (laughs) i'm a writer sometimes (laughs) i feel like every time you do like a genre thing like because like we've done we just did a vampire short and like this is a Bigfoot thing. Yeah. Is I feel like if you're doing that and comedy, you just have to extract every like possible pun or anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I could like that's definitely a Seth Rogen movie joke. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. I think the only thing left, I just kind of want to nail down like what happens when Craig and Natasha are alone that leads yeah. up to Craig running away. Because all that's good. Craig. Okay, because in, in that scene where they're alone. We just we have to make it feel like they aren't going to get out. Maybe 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 what we could do with that is the other bestie dies and we just was, hear her screams. Yeah, just I was gonna just say that? about to say that. Okay. I was going to say instead of them being alone at first, just the two uh-huh. of them, it's the three of them, mm-hmm. and then Bigfoot gets the other best friend, uh, Natalie, 
And then that really shows that like, oh, we're about to die. Yeah. Yeah. It could be like they're they're standing in the middle of the woods and it's dark. And then just out of nowhere, she's just snatched up. And they're like looking around and everything's quiet. And they're like, yeah. where is it? It was just here. And then that's where we have the moment. Bigfoot walks up. Craig runs for the fire, trying to draw him away from Natasha. He throws the rhododendron in the fire. Bigfoot dies. He has a heart-to-heart with Natasha. Marvin walks out without an arm, makes a joke, the end. Yeah, that's good. I think the uh I think the other thing we could do is okay, because at the beginning where they're making the fire, I would still have that like Craig tries to put it in a rhododendron stick, and then Sophie's like, Oh, you can't put that in there, that's doo-doo wood. But then maybe just to like have like a Chekhov's gun type type thing, maybe Craig picked this flower out for her. At the from beginning. the first seed and then we yeah. find out in that scene where they're alone he's like i, I want to give this to you before we die and she's like uh that's also doo-doo wood doo-doo wood was a plant but that's still- <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's funny because then so that way it's we see it the first time we see it again and that's another rejection and then yeah. the third time not only do we bring it back up and it's helpful but it's no longer a bad thing yeah okay yeah that's solid Dude, I think I think we have the outline now. Heck yeah, this has been a fun one. I, I don't know if it's our best one, but it definitely feels like really, really fun. It's fun. Yeah, I do. I think it feels like a short and it it, it feels like something that's shootable. It's been a yeah. while since we've done something. We've like, done a I'm lot of like bigger like, things lately. Like I, I'm actually kind of excited to like maybe actually like write this one out because this is this yeah. is fun. Dude, I have connects with so many summer camps around. Yeah, like I've, I've been trying to write a camp thing for a minute. Yeah, this is fun. Shama has a camp music video we've been trying to get off, but then COVID happened. But yeah, well, maybe Shama's song that he wanted to do for the camp music video can be our soundtrack. Like how Will Smith always has a song. With his yeah, movement. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what we'll do. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. I kind of want to make this one. <laughs> it seems kind of low budget. We would just need to find a way to get a Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the only thing budget wise is this takes place at night in the wilderness. Got to get oh, a generator. Geez. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> or a bunch of battery operated lights. Yeah. But that's an episode for another time where we break down how we're going to make this Bigfoot short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go over our final outline. So we open, it's the evening in the middle of the woods. We have a group of camp counselors making a fire. Our main dude, Craig, is real burly and outdoors looking, but he doesn't have much experience in the outdoors. Everyone's gathering firewood. He tries to throw a stick in the fire, but Natasha, this girl says, hey, you, you can't throw that in there. That's doo-doo wood. If, if we inhale those fumes, it will give us diarrhea. You can't throw that in there. He's like, oh, okay. And he obviously like kind of has a thing for her, but so he's feeling real embarrassed by that mistake. As they're gathering firewood, he finds a pretty-looking flower, and he kind of picks it and you know, kind of holds it real close to him. Everyone's talking around the campsite. Andy, the camp playboy, is kind of making moves on Natasha, 
we have two besties, Sophie and Natalie, who are just inseparable, attached to the hip, just talking to each other. We have the pothead, Marvin, who's got his guitar out and is playing songs around the campfire. The pothead notices that Craig is kind of feeling threatened by Eddie. He's like, well, what's your deal with Natasha? And Craig's like, yeah, I know Natasha from school, and I kind of have a thing for her. That's why I'm here at this camp. Anyway, the two besties get up to, like, go further up the hill to get where their cell service so they can check their cell phones. While they're out there, Sophie is murdered, and we hear screams. Natalie runs back, and she's like, oh, no, she, she's been murdered. Instantly, Andy and Natasha spring to action. Andy, Natasha's like, where is it? And he's like, it was right up there by this this little camp landmark. And he's like, I know that place. I've been here since I was three. And then Andy's like, what do you think? It was probably a bear. Do you think it was it a black bear or a brown bear? Because, you know, if it's black, if it's brown, you lay down. If it's black, you attack. And he's like, I, I think it was black. I mean, it was dark, so everything's black. But I think it was black. And he's like, bet, we're going to attack. Everyone pull out your weapons. And then, of course, Craig pulls out a pocket knife. Andy pulls out a machete. And then Andy's just directing everyone on where to go. It's like, all right, everyone, pull out your weapons. Uh, Natasha, you get up here at the front with me. Andy, you kind of be in the bag. Natalie and Marvin, you fill out the middle. And we're all just going to charge after this thing. They're wandering in the woods looking for it. They hear some, some movement. They're going towards it. And then all of a sudden, this giant furry head grabs Andy. Everyone screams. Andy screams. We get reaction shots of everyone. Then we get the reverse shot, and it's Bigfoot. Bigfoot has grabbed Andy, and he, like, throws him behind him. Then he lands hard on the trees, and he's dead. Everyone screams and runs away except for Marvin. He's like, yo, chill, dude. Want a hit of my blood? And then Bigfoot rips off his arm, and he screams. <laughs> Natalie, Natasha, and Craig are the only ones left. They're running through the woods. They think they've lost it, but then... Natalie's grabbed. She disappears. They're looking around. Everything's silent. They don't know where it came from, but Bigfoot's somewhere around here. They're looking around, but they don't know where it is, and it's real tense. And then Craig looks at Natasha, and he's like, hey, we're probably going to die, and I can't die without telling you this, but I kind of have a thing for you. That's why I'm here at camp, because I'm going to be honest. I don't, I don't know nothing about the outdoors. I, I honestly kind of hate it here. I'm more of an indoors dude. I like video games, but I came here for you. And I picked out this flower for you earlier. I just want you to have it before we die. Natasha is like, I appreciate the gesture. This is this is actually also doo-doo wood. Like, it's got a flower, but this is a rhododendron plant. This is doo-doo wood also. <laughs> <laughs> and then Craig's like, oh, man. He thinks he blew it. But then Bigfoot appears right behind him. And Craig's like, Natasha, run. Craig runs, and Bigfoot chases him instead of Natasha. Craig is running. Craig is running. Bigfoot's right behind him. He sees he's approaching the campfire. They just came from and then he looks at his hand and he has a flower he was going to give Natasha and he gets an idea it's like wait a minute he like kind of baseball slides like he's like stealing home plate like right next to the fire and he throws the the duty wood plant in the fire Bigfoot steps right in front of the fire towers over Craig as he's about to grab him and eat him and then he gets a whiff of the the duty wood fumes and just lets out a big fart and then he belches and, and dies and Craig's like whoa 
Because I guess that killed him. Natasha runs up. He's like, oh, I'm so glad you're okay. He's like, yeah, yeah, I guess doo-doo what kills Bigfoots or whatever. And then Marvin the Pothead walks back up and he's messing an entire arm. <laughs> and he's like, Marvin, what happened to you? What happened to your arm? He's like, dude, I've smoked so much weed. I've got like no adrenaline. I'm so chill right now. Anyway, how are you guys doing? It's a pretty nice evening out here. I'm actually, I'm feeling a little lightheaded, but other than that, I'm doing great. And then Craig and Natasha are like, okay, we gotta, we gotta get you to a hospital. Um, Natasha, this weekend, one time, he's like, yeah, sure. He's like, okay, Craig, um, Marvin, let's get you to a hospital. And cut the black. Perfect. I, I was joking when we started this episode, I said this is gonna be our best episode ever. I really, really liked this episode. I dig this too. Yeah. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. And plus we could like if we if we shot it, we could take all of the classic like Friday the thirteenth style horror movie tropes and like film it like one of those. It would be a lot of fun. <laughs> Honestly it would be. Yeah. yeah. It feels so great to write a camp story too. Yeah. And also, this is, uh, yeah, this is something I tried to write while I was at camp and failed at. But look at us now. All you needed was me, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All you needed was me making pothead jokes. That really. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Yeah. Our, and I think I have a pretty good uh, title for our Ooh, short film. What's your title so, idea? <clears throat> this has been Camp Foot, written by. Camp Foot? Yeah camp foot you know what i kind of dig it i kind of dig it <laughs> i i, I tried coming up with a lot of ideas and that was the best one <laughs> yeah. honestly i'm gonna be honest with you i don't know why it works but it kind of does <laughs> yeah i really leaned into like 80s yeah horror movie title Dude, I think that's what you got to do with this. Yeah. 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 See, everyone's like, oh, we want to be elevated. We want to be dramatic and realistic. But, like, just lean into a genre and have fun with it, you know? Because if we call this something like the darkness at night or something Uh like that, which is what pretentious people call their movies, (laughs) no one is going to want to watch that. But if you you see Camp Foot and, like, the logo, the word camp is, like, piece of wood with like yeah. camp written on it and then foot is a cheesy yeah. like big foot yeah, the, the big foot outline yeah yeah <laughs> people are gonna be like yeah sign me up yeah i'm down yeah dude this has been a good episode why don't you take this us out good. all right <clears throat> for real this time this has been camp foot written by robert therrell and chase bridges yeah <laughs> Hey, what is up? Thank you so much for listening to that episode. Definitely had a blast with this one. Hey, if you remember from last week, our our old rappers episode, we said we were going to make the song in the short film for real, and we did it. We did it. We made the song. So that's going to play after this outro. But before we get to that, we actually, we have another special guest. We have another fan of the show here. What's up? It's easy. Dude, Kanye West, thank you so much for being here. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. I, I didn't know you listened to the podcast. Been listening since day one, and I love this show. You know what else I love? Jesus. Oh, so you're, you're still doing the, the gospel Christian music stuff. That's cool. Hey, why don't why don't you do our outro for us, Yeezy? If you want to submit a story topic that goes in the rubble that we draw from at the beginning of the episode, you can email it to writtenmypodcast at gmail.com. I 
Robert and Chase were produced by Jesus Christ, and you can follow him by coming to my next Sunday service. Oh wow! So you you just gotta plug your Sunday services here on the podcast. Uh, you should come to church with me, Robert. We could worship Jesus Christ together. Also, if you stay the whole time, we will have a potluck after. Oh, I mean that that sounds fun, but I actually I actually have my own church I go to, Kanye. Just think about it. Church is awesome, and it's awesome because you get to talk about Jesus. You should really come. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll think about it. Hey, while I got you here, Kanye, uh, is is there anything you could give us about your next album? I mean, I'm assuming because of all the all the Jesus stuff, it's gonna be like another gospel album. But is it is it gonna have like gospel sounds, or is it gonna be more like trap focused with gospel lyrics? What what are you planning? On my next album, I'm have a choir. Fifty Travis Scotts, I'll sing Good Good Father. Have you heard Good Good Father? I like it because it talks about Jesus being a good good father. It's a dope track. Yeah, I've uh, I've heard it. Good Good Father is definitely a song. Hey, thank you so much for coming out, Kanye. Is there anything you want to say before we wrap this up? I love Jesus. I love myself. And I love this podcast. You know what's good? Because I love it almost as much as I love Jesus. Hey, thank you, Kanye. The old person rap song is about to play. And as always, we will see you next week. Hey, everyone, come to church with me. I'll be selling $500 Jesus t-shirts. Whoa, new Yeezy drop? Oh, I gotta go now. Dang. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Free Willy. Behind me is my partner, Napoleon died tonight. We said, well, Jesus, check out my features. Also, I got old money and I got a call, honey, and she checking my visa. Ooh, skirt of the beamer. You can get hard without your pills, ayy I was relaxing on her mom's couch with the plastic Better get smoked, that's a bad habit Gone for a minute, now I'm back at it Your grandma lay like Tyler Perry I'm getting on it, it's kinda scary My best friend died in the library Called the library But it's so geeky Just got my hip replacement Now I'm getting low like I'm in the basement And I'm hip hopping all different places Ayy, used to be down and scared Now life is good, nothing could compare with the alien's phone of the goddamn cup and now we
Just cause you aren't used to rapping.